Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Build-Up Show. We're counting down to the trophy lift and Liverpool playing Chelsea at Anfield, of course, as well. Before we dive into anything and introduce our guests, we have got a sponsor this week. Let's hear from them. We exist online and as such, we need to know that all of our data, including videos and images, are backed up securely. That's why we use Acronis True Image 2020. And thanks to our sponsor, Acronis, you can have peace of mind that all of your data is secure too. Redmen TV viewers can get Acronis True Image 2020 for free for six months and then it's just $13.99 per quarter. Acronis True Image 2020 is the number one personal backup and cyber protection solution that's trusted by more than 5 million users in 145 countries around the world. You'll get 500 gigabytes of Acronis cloud storage that combines a reliable backup solution with multiple devices and integrated anti-malware defences for true cyber protection. Safeguard the emails and attachments from your office.com email as well as your OneDrive content with direct cloud-to-cloud backups. You can use the Acronis mobile app to back up the data on your mobile phone and you can back up and clone your entire PC or Mac with TrueImage 2020 to a USB drive or the Acronis cloud. And don't forget the dual protection that rep Replicates local files in the Acronis Cloud. Click the link below to get your first six month subscription to Acronis True Image 2020 for free right now and never lose one of those incredible moments again. Anyway, welcome back. It is the build up show. Chris Payjack joins me, Jay Pearson joins me, and Frankie Clarence as well. Um, what a time to be a mighty red Liverpool fan. Uh, Chris Payjack, this. This is it. I mean, it's not it, because there's still another game to be played after this for some reason. Um, but this is the one, you know, regardless of the game of football, it's a bit, which is a bit secondary, I guess. And we will talk about it. But, um, yeah, you know, this is the day. Virgil van Dijk's posting videos of fellas dancing outside cars, trying to spread the good vibes and the build up to that, to that, to that beautiful trophy being lifted. I know. I, I can't wait, mate. And I really, like, I want to win the game just so I can feel much better when it gets to the trophy lift like the worst thing in the world would be to get absolutely pumped by Chelsea and then lift the trophy I mean it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world not lifting the trophy would be much worse I just hope Jordan Henderson's okay I hope he can do his little leg celebration because you know if he's not allowed to do that like imagine if the sports scientists say no no yeah. little legs like I'd be like <laughs> I'm, I'm not into that at all like just how just are you boss 
Give us an injection. Exactly. Give us an injection. <laughs> <laughs> Ron George, hit me. Hit me. Yeah, absolutely. Whatever, whatever it takes. I wonder whether, um, Jay, there's something to him, like getting some sort of like Iron Man stroke war machine style leg braces to help him get through this if needs be. Oh, I'll tell you what, mate. If if anybody's going to do it, it'll be Hendo. He'll, he'll ask for it because he's got so much. He's had so much pressure on his shoulders for the last ten years, hasn't he? Of knowing that he would be the man to to take the mantle from Steven Gerrard and the people who that who might have predicted that he'd win the Premier League and all that. That's actually done. I think I, I, just, I don't care if he goes fucking full kit. I don't. I, I don't give a shit as long as he's on there. It really doesn't matter. You know, let's do it, John Terry. Let's put the full kit on. <laughs> If you're gonna do it, you might you might as well. I agree. You might as well absolutely go for it. I mean, I have to ask the question before Chris does. Jay, do you draw the line of chin pads? Um, <laughs> you know, for continuity things, I'd, I'd probably say yeah, draw draw the draw the line at that. But yeah, I'd, oh, do you know what, mate? It's just it's gonna be amazing. We're gonna see our club lift the Premier League trophy. So. I don't care if he's fucking naked on there. Just get it lifted. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Frankie? I mean, up for a start, you've got to be looking forward to this one. Man, I'm for real. Like, fortunately, like, for you guys, I've never actually seen us win the league. So I've literally waited virtually my whole life for this moment. Uh, I always thought that I'll have this opportunity to at least be at the stadiums, such as the situation. But regardless, even if they did it in, not even in Anfield, they just did it in Stanley Park, I would have been full throttle celebration. I'm ecstatic. I've never looked forward to Wednesday this much ever in my life, so bring it <laughs> on. It is going to be a good Wednesday. It's fun on Wednesday. Yeah, 100%. There, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, 100%. I do wonder whether, Chris, is just an outside option on this. Do you make every play, you know, just to try and cover for the fact that it would be a bit weird, unless Hendo's on the bench, and I would put him on the bench just for that, just to give him that, that you know, possibility. So at least he's got a legitimate reason to be in a football kit. But whether you do something where you make them all change, they're like, everybody has to get changed. So no one's still in the kit that they were wearing on the pitch. So at least you can go, oh, no, no. You know, the reason Henderson's dressed the same as everyone else is because this, or, you know, tracky bottoms with like Shawn Michaels style poppers on. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know like, I, I think getting serious for a second, New Balance have paid to be our kit supplier for a reason. It's these photographs that you kind of mm. want. It's what you hope for when you are a thingy. To be honest with you, look, I would I would have Jordan Henderson sat on the stage on his own all game. I wouldn't even have him on the subs bench. I'd just have him <laughs> sat there waiting next to the Premier League trophy behind the goal. So that like that, you know, it's 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 good enough for Liverpool when we when we face the cop with fans. I mean, Jordan's about to lift the trophy. He's just sat there watching everybody <laughs> bring it on. Like you know what I mean? That's what I want to see him just sat there next to the trophy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'd actually be made up with that. And a real test of endurance that he's got to do the little legs for the whole ninety minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he needs to start really slow though. I mean, like really slow. If you go ninety minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting faster the whole time. faster as the time goes on, bro. <laughs> like a metronome next to him that speeds up. And every time you let every like minute, you let another random fan in who can start clapping. So that it's like, <laughs> like a Royal Rumble style. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, my God. That'd be amazing. Um, Chris, well, I got yeah, um Let's get on to the game then. It's the first time Alisson plays against Chelsea this season. Adjan's been in goal for every single one of the games we've played against them. Um, and he's had, because, you know, Adjan, he had a mixed bag. 
I think it's fair to say against Chelsea this season. He obviously gives away the penalty in the Super Cup and then saves the winning penalty. He made he made two of the best saves I've seen, and I, I think what yeah in both in both games, both the league and the, and the FA Cup game, but then also the FA Cup game let an absolute absolute howler in from Willian. Um, it should make a difference, Alice, in particular on the back of making a little mistake and having to talk about his mentality for the first time probably ever in his career. Um, that should give us another note of encouragement. Oh, absolutely. Like, I mean, look, let's be honest. Our number two goalkeeper is better than Manchester United's number one goalkeeper at the moment. And he's probably made less errors than David De Gea has, certainly this week. Um, so, look, I'm, I'm made up that Alisson's going to be in that. Of course you are. And the fact is, I love the fact that Alisson came out and started speaking about it after the game. Like, you know, it, it, it's not going to take the shine off this, you know, what we've done this season and all that. that that's what you want to see from your goalkeeper, a leader in your squad as well. And we know he's the best goalkeeper in the league by a mile I think he's one of the best goalkeepers in the world if not the best um, and he's going to make a big difference that's just the way that it is Chelsea coming off a off a, off a tough game against Manchester United as well uh, we've had that full week almost to prepare for this game and knowing that we're going to lift the trophy the lad's going to go, want to go out there this week uh, and make sure that they not only put a performance in but they get the results because that I think is what's been lacking we've been putting performances in we haven't quite got the results we're going to put the performance in we're going to get the results and we're going to get the, 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 the trophy lift that they deserve yeah, I think Jay, it's it's. it's uh, I mean, look, Chelsea. Well, Chelsea got plenty to plenty to keep themselves interested in this, and they're a very good team, and they've actually got. I mean, I was looking at their their bench against Manchester United, and I saw some Chelsea Chelsea fans commenting that they thought United was better. I think like Chelsea have got some real quality and depth there. They can freshen it up, but hopefully the motivation should come from whatever you know from the from the whole the whole endeavour for Liverpool really. Yeah, absolutely, mate. I mean, you, you look back at the history of Liverpool versus Chelsea at Anfield, it's always a spicy game, regardless of what's being relied on. I mean, I think the, the last, I think you remember the, the FA Cup game, uh, sorry, when we got beaten in the FA Cup final, we played Chelsea a few days later when uh, John Joe Shelby scored. I think that's, you know, we were so motivated for that game. And it's from then on, it's sort of gone on that every single game, then we've always wanted to beat Chelsea at Anfield. I look back at last season as well, the title's riding on the game and we get a, a fantastic 2 0 victory. But we've got something to prove over the last couple of weeks because of since the restart, we haven't been, as you would say, at our best. It's, it's, it's obvious that's what people are talking about as well. But the funny thing is about this game is, like you said, there's a trophy lift at the end of this game and we want to put in a performance that can say, do you know what, Chelsea, you're still quite far behind us. I don't care how much you can try and get one over us for signing team over. And yeah, you've got Ziyech, Pulisic, you're going to look great next year. But tell you what, boys, you're not going to be as fucking good as us next year. Yeah, I think that's a great point, isn't it, Frankie? There's a, there's got to be a point of pride, and look, all all ills will be forgotten when the trophy's lifted. But I suspect this team probably wants to go before it on a, a bigger high as possible. Oh, definitely. Um, obviously, this is our last game at Anfield as well. You always do want to leave that with um a good good record as well. And obviously, we have to reset the record after dropping points against Burnley. I always felt that this kind of game. Post uh, when it restarted, I thought this is the game I was most not looking forward to, simply because I knew Chelsea had more to play for. But they're not necessarily qualified for the Champions League yet. But they've also got keeping up with the, themselves ready for the FA Cup final. They got still in the Champions League. Okay, they're more this out. But I thought Chelsea are going to come at us more than we would usually be accustomed to because most of the teams past City have had a point to prove against us. Um, so yeah, this is a game where I thought that we should be on our toes, and we will be on our toes because we're always formal professionals, and seems to be lifting up the trophy as well. Mm, absolutely, the stage is um, set well in, for a number of things, Chris. Uh, Roberto Firmino, um, 
you know, we, we were talking about this a lot. The, the lack of him. Anfield. Just don't play goal. him. There's no need for him to get a goal. It's much <laughs> more. Of a, it's much more of a piss take if you just if you're just not asked about him scoring at Anfield and don't yeah. give him the opportunity to score at Anfield um, in the last game of the season. It, uh, that for me is funny because it's like, oh well, Roberto didn't score any Anfield. Yes, but we won the league like with seven games to go by twenty odd points, and we're not asked now. Firmino will be asked. He absolutely yeah. will be. And it wouldn't surprise me if Cop puts him out there and he bags a goal or two because it's he he won't want that record because it'll go into next season and it'll be, oh, it's been over a year since Roberto Firmino scored at Anfield and all of last season. He just he just needs to get rid of that, yeah. you know, for him personally. You know, as much as the team accolades obviously are massive, when you are a striker, you're judged on goals and you and, and apparently now you're judged on home goals as well, uh, not just away goals, uh, which was... Which in the league. league. But, you yeah. know, it, it is what it is. Why not? Like, we're in the social media age, aren't we? So, uh, they're always looking to try and score points wherever they can. Uh, and they certainly can't score them with where we're finishing in the league this season. So, opposition fans, have fun with that. Uh, we're not really asked. Bobby might be. But, come on. Who, who really cares? Yeah, I mean, Jay, one good thing about Roberto Firmino is that he's had some brilliant games against Chelsea this season. You think about the impact in the Super Cup coming off the bench. And it actually makes you wonder whether if you, if he's desperate and he needs any added motivation, you could even follow that path again, start Minamino, who was really bright off the bench, and say yeah. to Bobby, we're going to give you the last half an hour go when everyone's tired to go out there and do it. <laughs> yeah, mate, it's true. I mean, we all know what Bobby does for us as Liverpool fans. It's more than goals, and everybody knows that. But everyone just looks at the number that's on the back of his shirt and goes, well, his number nine should be scoring goals. Listen, the only motivation he needs is put a fucking picture of El Adji Juf, right, in the changing room, because he's the only number nine in the Premier League here that hasn't scored for Liverpool at Anfield in a season. So put that in front of him and just say, you don't want to be on the same level as that as that, that <laughs> fella. So, um, but mate, he, he's the other motivation he needs is Bobby is just to get out on that pitch. I'm sure he does want a goal, and like you said, we could have a look at Minamino starting the game, which is what we all want to do anyway. And like I said, yeah, bring him on for the last half an hour and let's have another super cup because I've I've got a feeling he'll get a goal. Let's just put it out there now. He's going to get a goal. Yeah, I, I I kind of agree on that, Frankie. Is that yeah, it's it's a thing, but it, things are only things until they're not things anymore. And I think if if he was crap, I think it'd be a big issue. But he he's not crap, and he's come bloody close at times. And he has scored at Anfield this season in the Champions League. And I think having you know he nearly had that moment against Atletico where he he, he that goal got us through. He, he's been he's been good in the big occasions, and you wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't put past him. I think what definitely works in Firmino's favour is the right people are supporting him, i.e. the coaching team, Klopp, uh, most of us local fans. And as I said, sometimes you just got to only focus on those who generally have a valid opinion on what they think, as opposed to what some 12-year-old kid is saying on Twitter. So I don't necessarily think Firmino's losing sleep, but it is on the back of his mind, and he will overcome it because I mean, he's the Bobby Dazzler, so he'll be all right. Solid advice, that is, isn't it, Chris? <laughs> Don't listen to twelve-year-olds on Twitter. It's, it's absolutely solid advice. It's easier said than done, no, Paul, isn't yeah. it? Um, <laughs> no, it, it's great advice. Um, like, really, look, I think you know, we 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 know that if someone's not able to put their own face to their Twitter account, the likelihood is they're a, they're a virgin and twelve years old. And you know, that's, <laughs> probably, that's probably okay at twelve. Uh, yeah, if they're still yeah. doing it at seventeen. <laughs> 
if they're still doing it at 17, then they're just a virgin at that point. Uh, they should, they should, I'm not going to say they should still be ignored, but they used to be. In the <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> realistically, Chris, there's only one slot up for grabs in this team, isn't there? Yeah, probably the the midfield slot, isn't it? I mean, you, you're probably looking at Naby Keita, maybe Curtis Jones. I don't know what's going on with James Milner. Will he get a last hurrah at Anfield? Uh, not in front of the fans. Um, you know, I mean, obviously Leeds get promoted and there's a lot of talk about that. And it, I, I personally would go with Naby Keita in this game. Um, I just think he's done enough over the last few weeks that he deserves to, to to stake his claim to be part of that midfield three each and every week now. And, you know, he's an exciting player. We know that. Um, I'd love to see him go up against the likes of Kante or Jorginho and see how he does up uh, against them. Uh, even, you know, Kovacic is a, is a strong midfielder and stuff like that. So I, I think it would be a game that would suit him, actually. Um, and it's funny, isn't it? Because I, I always think, you, you, know, you always think about midfielders and what type of game would suit them. And we say it quite often because we're always talking about the rotation in the midfield today. There, there isn't a team that we come up against that I don't think suits Naby Keita. Like, I think he suits playing Burnley's and, you know, low blocks and all that. But I also think, you know, a little bit of extra space in the midfield uh, is something that he can exploit. Certainly if they're looking maybe to counter-attack him and whatnot. Um, certainly if they, go, if they go three at the back like they did against Manchester United again, it'll be a crowded midfield this time. And then Naby Keita is probably good for that as well so I, I, I'd like to see Naby Keita in this game I don't know what everybody else thinks on that Yeah I, I mean I personally I think Naby's the front runner isn't he Jay he, I think he's being, get, being built up to this and I think it'll tell <clears throat> us and probably Klopp a lot about Naby Keita because he's a big fan he's been blooding him nicely since the restart but you want he's the best player of those available to us in for that slot at the moment. So he should come in and he needs, and as he needs, he probably does actually need to have a really good game against a really big team. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Yeah, definitely. I think there's a lot of people that have still got the big question mark above Naby Keita. And it, it is a bit of a shame for him with injuries and all that sort of stuff. But like you said, mate, he's, he's bleeding them in for the last two years now. When we all know the type of player he is. And we we saw it from his debut against West Ham uh, at the beginning of last season. And he was he was absolutely fantastic. And he will put in those performances. He just needs that string of games just to, like Chris said, you know, playing against all those different oppositions to see exactly what Naby Keita is all about. And I agree with Chris. I think that he is the midfield slot that goes in there. Personally, you know, it's, the James Milner thing is, is is there, but we don't know if he's definitely leaving or not. So it would be nice. But yeah, Naby is definitely the man to, to fill that midfield slot without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, what, what do you think, Frankie? I mean, Oxlade-Chamberlain's obviously been getting the nod lately. I don't really think he's necessarily grabbed those opportunities with, with, with two hands. Cater's look good in those. Curtis Jones, though, has looked good in the, in the slightly more limited opportunities. And again, James Milner, you know, we've, we've lacked a little bit of leadership on the pitch without Jordan Henderson. So if he's fit... Could just as easily be someone like Milner. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm not curious to know. Um, so we're saying that the uh, other two slots are going to be for Bino and one album then. Yeah. Ah, fair call. Because obviously I've been seeing a lot of slander on one album, so I don't even know where everyone's head at is with that. But yeah, I definitely would say Nabi. You know, the thing is, Nabi is it's kind of frustrating. I don't want to put him in the same bracket, but he's kind of Balotelli s sometimes because you see this glimpse of whoa, where did that come from? That's brilliant. And then it kind of derails a little bit. And then obviously he's a bit unfortunate with the injury, but it's very inconsistent sometimes. But it would be nice for him to keep that level at where we know he can be. And it can also gain momentum because it's now hearing that the uh, league coming back again, no, no longer than September or October period. So keeping that momentum will be key. And I would personally put myself, I'll put Nabicada ahead with Ronaldo and Fabinho. Uh, let's talk about it because you mentioned it, um, Frankie. The the wine album stuff. Like, I, I've not really been on Twitter too much over the weekends. It was nice just to have a weekend off. But you're right. I saw. I didn't really see loads of people slagging Genie off. I saw loads of people reacting to people slagging Genie off, which is often the same thing. Um, I, I I personally don't get it. And me and Chris had a conversation last week, I think, saying how Liverpool have become so good that the bar for what people consider to be the scapegoat is getting higher and higher. And if Genie Wijnaldum is as bad as some people seem to be intimating, there's probably a very good indication to how brilliant Liverpool are. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, it's just crazy because people's memories are very, very short, considering what Wijnaldum has done for us in that short space of time that he has been with us. Um, obviously, the talk with Thiago coming through, everyone's kind of seeing it as a direct replacement. So it's kind of like we're moving on. It's kind of reminds me of a similar story with um, when Chan left and then Fabinho consistently came. So it's just fitting us in. I don't necessarily understand why everyone's getting at him. Um, I just think it's maybe fear of losing him that we kind of resent ourselves away from him. But he's been brilliant and he deserves every credit. I don't know what the situation is with his contract talks. Um, yeah. But it's always been a thing where when contracts do come out to the media from Liverpool and the club, it doesn't necessarily mean it's a good sign. So I thought many are just preparing for his departure. I don't know if he will, he will leave, but we should definitely be giving credit to what Genie Wijnaldum's been doing because he's been absolutely credit to all of us. 
Chris, do, do you know what I think? I think you know the the, the big thing for the what what a lot of people see is wrong with this Liverpool side as a creative midfielder. Yeah. Now, along you know a year ago, the problem would have been Jordan Henderson. And now the tides turn so much on Jordan Henderson that you can't possibly have a go at him because he's captained us to a, a European Cup, a, World, a Club World Cup, a, no. a Premier League, that you just have to naturally move your aim to somebody else. And there's only one other man in that midfield who can, who can, whose fault it can be. You because Lallana's leaving. No, because you can't <laughs> have a go at Fabinho because he's a fucking defensive midfielder. So there's only another midfielder there. There's one other slot. The lad who plays every week, Genie Wijnaldum, is, is, that's where the target's been moved to. And he doesn't get 10 goals and he doesn't get 10 assists a season. You now can't have a go at Henderson. You've got to direct your air somewhere. So Genie Wijnaldum is just unfortunate that he's playing next to Jordan Henderson at this point. Because you can't have a go at the full-backs, which has always been something for Liverpool fans to have a go at. You can't have a go at the centre-backs and the goalkeeper. And you certainly can't have a go at the front three. So... So it's literally it's it's not even like he's doing anything wrong. Exactly, it's yeah, just that he's not scoring yeah. tons and tons of goals. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing people compare him to his his days uh, playing for Holland, and you just can't because you're playing a completely different side. And Frankie said the best thing: people have got short memories, and that's what really does my head in about uh, the Virgins on Twitter. They just go on and on about about the fact that he plays so well for Holland, but yeah, he plays so well for us, and there's been so many times where. Genie hasn't played, and then he go, oh, well, we missed Genie. Why has he not played Genie? Well, you were fucking slagging him off the day before. Mm-hmm. So you, you can't really win, and that's that's the most frustrating thing. And the thing that upsets me the most at the minute is how this whole talk of Thiago coming in and Genie Wijnaldum leaving, it's so disrespectful to Genie Wijnaldum, considering what he's done for this club. And the, it's the same with Adam Lallana. He's, you've got to think about, yeah, OK, where we are now as a football club is fantastic. And Lallana is one of those people that have built up the Klopp team, you know, considering the 15-16 season, he was, you know, the first name on Klopp's team sheet. It's sort of what Wijnaldum's done. He's come in and he's helped build us up to where we are now. Gino Wijnaldum's that good of a player. He's still in the side today. And that is a testament to the man. And the thing is, we're getting linked with players like Thiago, who these people six months ago never even heard of. But all of a sudden, it's a name thrown out. They're like, oh, yeah, play with him on FIFA. Yeah, he's brilliant. And you're like, yeah. you haven't got to play with him, guys. Yeah, so I, I agree. I, that's the problem with him is that it's all because his name's been mentioned in the Thiago stuff. Thiago's become this thing that everyone now needs, and there's now people who are like bargaining with the devil in order to get this over the line. And someone say, and you, when you hear that rumor of Genie might be a makeweight in the deal for some people, Gates, okay, that's it. Well, do you, you then start talking yourself into it, and I reckon there's probably quite reasonable people who've taught themselves out to Genie Wijnaldum. Is for it for a box to box midfielder. I don't think in terms of his goal contributions, go to the best teams in the world and stand him up to them as far as I'm concerned. And it, I and he stands right next to the mid the guys you're playing in Barca's midfield, the guys you're playing in Juventus's midfield. That you know, I mean you can argue that creativity, that killer pass thing, but in terms of what again, in terms of goals and assists, he's he's perfectly fine for a guy who does the job that he does. I, I think um I think the the thing that the, the Frankie said is right there, Chris, is that people like yeah, because because there's attempt when lads don't want to sign new contracts, there is always that easy like narrative of like you start to people do start to maybe poison themselves against the player just to soften the blow a little bit. Yeah, and there's loads of other things isn't there, that could be involved in the contract negotiations. I mean, for a start, you know, he'll have seen everybody else essentially get a new contract by by this point, 
And probably the time when Liverpool started to talk to him was the time COVID happened. You know, mm-hmm. and Liverpool in the position where they can afford to offer him what would have been six months ago the going rate for somebody of his skill and his experience and his importance to this Liverpool side. I don't know, and I, and I, I genuinely don't know whether Liverpool can or can't afford what Genie Wijnaldum wants at the moment. It could also be that he's come to the end of his time here himself, personally, yeah. and he's gone, you know what, what more can I achieve here? Am I only going to sour what I've done at this football club? Because... I've now won pretty much everything that matters at Liverpool Football Club yeah, and maybe he wants awesome. to go home and, and that's fine too if he makes that decision. Maybe Liverpool have offered him a contract and it's not quite good enough. He doesn't see it as his market value. We don't know, but to then just go, well, actually, he's a tit and he's not good enough. That's deflecting and that's kind of what, what you're saying, Paul, isn't it? You, you're souring a player for no reason whatsoever. And listen, Liverpool are a good side. Liverpool are a great side now, one of the best in world football. And we can't forget that who, who got us there. And he's one of the strong foundations that this Liverpool side will have been built on. It, it's infuriating, to be honest. And it's like, I understand if Liverpool decide they have to move on because it's a business. But we're fans. We shouldn't think like that. Yeah. We shouldn't just think, oh, you know, he's done it. Right, that's it. He's crap now. He's not He's not crap at all. And even, even if we were to Santiago, right... There'd still be a place in this squad for Gini Wijnaldum and you'd be nuts to get rid of him, even if you did sign Thiago. If you can yeah. keep them both, keep them fucking both. Yeah, it, the, the place for Gini Wijnaldum, unfortunately, and I wonder whether this is a fact that is fullback, um, because that's <laughs> 100% where he ends up. Uh, and look, maybe that's just it, Frankie, you know, on, on the, you know, what he's achieved. He's won all the stuff you want to win at Liverpool. Yeah. He's now at that part of his career where he's got he, he could have another big move. He could go and move to a top European club. He could play for a top side in Italy, Spain, or, or or Germany very very easily. And the you know the fact that he's been even if it's only bullshit transfer stuff being linked with Bayern Munich, I I think he could. He's that good, and he's still of an age where he could get a good few seasons out of it as well, and actually pick up some other big silverware. This is not about him going and being the best player at another club. He could go and be a really good player in another great club if he wanted to. Yeah, um, many of us have aspirations that we never speak of, but everyone has an opinion that they know what we want to think of, too. And I thought that's exactly the same. If it is exactly he wants to just try something new, there's no harm in it. We always like to change our furniture once in a while. We always like to change the surroundings. So by all means, if he wants to achieve that, he's got, not that mad sword, but he's got our blessing because he came at a time where we weren't exactly the best probably best in North, Northwest England. But he came and he grew, grew the club with us. As I mentioned, in the 15-16 season, he was a revelation. And we also maybe were signing him as a winger, as he was in Newcastle. But he came in the midfield and did his thing. So it's a thing where he's been with us when it wasn't necessary all rainbows. So he has got us to that rainbow. So if you want to drive off to the sunset, by all means, credit to him. But he shouldn't go with a bit of a sour taste thinking that the, the fans didn't appreciate what he did. Because sometimes it can happen. There'll be that miscommunication for like, okay, maybe I'm not appreciated anymore. But believe me, he is appreciated. Yeah, so Genie is a credit to all of us. Uh, and whether he does want to go and achieve, by all means, he can go out and do it. But even if Thiago does come, Genie will still have a space. So the final answer shouldn't be just upon the income because either way, he will be a great import with an addition to the squad or without. We'll all, we'll always have like Roma away. We'll always have Barcelona at home, and that that's how. I mean, that might be just one of those things, Chris. Is that I can see Wijnaldum having a bit, a, an increasing bit role if 
you know, Klopp begins to evolve this team. Um, and, and again, he might just think, OK, yeah, I don't, I, what's the point of me playing a diminished role in a side where I've been so integral? It happens to footballers all the time. Carragher was the same, but albeit with, you know, he chose retirement. Um, so, yeah, there's plenty, you know, there's, there, there, there'll be plenty more options out there for Genie Wijnaldum. And hopefully, I mean, the ideal world is that you don't lose him on a free transfer because I think I think we deserve a bit out of him for what we've given him. And he deserves uh, whatever he wants to do next in his career. Absolutely, but uh, like you know, I, I, you know, I sat here ten minutes ago saying how I wanted to see Naby Keita take that spot in midfield, and I think if everybody's fit for me, the best start in midfield is probably still uh, Jordan Henderson, uh, Genie Wijnaldum, and Fabinho. There's a lot of people that will disagree with me there. Now, you know, Naby, for all of his skill sets and all his technical ability, the one thing that Genie has over him by far and away is consistency and games available for and until Naby can do that I'm not letting go of Genie Wijnaldum like it's just not happening because you could you could say alright well, Naby's going to be next to Jordan Henderson and five games into the new season he could go missing for six because of an injury yeah. and and so you'd, you'd still need a Genie Wijnaldum yeah. in there so yeah for, for me I think it would be crazy for Liverpool to to get rid of him now. I think Liverpool, the business, will be wanting to secure a contract so that if they do sell him exactly what you're saying, Paul, Liverpool get a bit out of out of it as well. There's still plenty of years left in Genie Wijnaldum in his career and it's down to him, really. I think if he wants to stay, Liverpool will make it possible because I think they believe and, and understand exactly what he's given to this football club. But equally, if he wants to go, as Frankie said, I think he'll go with a lot of fans' blessing. Yeah, I could, I could see, I, he'd look good in an AC Milan shirt. It's a pity that AC Milan are crap. Um, because <laughs> I, I think Barcelona would be a perfect fit for him because they need yeah. someone like him. Yeah, yeah. They need someone who's willing to do a bit of that dirty work and, and sacrifice themselves. And let's be honest, when, when you've got Messi in your side, uh, you do need midfielders that are going to go sideline to sideline uh, and, and cover for, for players like him. Um, I think yeah. he'd be, I think it'd be amazing. And the Dutch link as well, you know. Yeah. Cruyff and all that type of stuff. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, so yeah, the the trophy lift then, Jay. Um, you've had a, you've had several yourself in the last few weeks. Um, anyone who's followed you on social media, of course. But being able to see the the real thing, it's going to be a massive shame, <clears throat> but that we can't be there, of course. But yeah, I, I, I'm. I, just seeing what the club have done and they're going to go out the way to make it as special a thing as they possibly can. Um, I'm pleased that it's going to have a little bit more pomp and circumstance than your, stand, your bog standard. Yeah. There are a couple of advertising hordens up in the middle of the pitch waving around for a bit, you know? Yeah, absolutely, mate. And I think with it being such a unique atmosphere, it's going to be night time, it's going to be under the lights, there's apparently going to be a bit of a sort of light show with it, there's going to be fireworks stuff. It's going to be quite unique and this could take it the whole Premier League thing to a new level, they could see this, the Premier League, and go, do you know what? That was really good. Let's do that forever now. We'll do that for every trophy lift rather than just doing it in the typical English way and on a on a Sunday afternoon and stuff. But yeah, like you said, mate, it's it's one of them things where Liverpool have waited 30 years for it, so let's do it in the biggest way possible. Let's get that stand, uh, sorry, let's get that podium on, onto the cop stand and let's really milk it for all it's worth. As you said, I've been milking it for the last couple of weeks with this big boy here. So um, <laughs> I, hope, I, hope we, I hope we do it as a, as a football club and, it's it's going to be so amazing, and imagine, you know, for for whoever sits in the cop as a cop season ticket holder, they can go, you know, this is where it happened. I'm sat <laughs> where it happened. It's just like unbelievable feeling. 
Yeah. So yeah, it's I, gonna be it's gonna be so good. I did have a moment, Chris, where I saw them taking the seats out, and I was looking and going, "Are they taking my seat out?" <laughs> <laughs> I just I just hope somebody's checked the expiry date on them fireworks. Cause I've got a feeling they were probably from thirteen, fourteen. Uh, <laughs> 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 Another way somewhere. So please just check the firework expiry date. Make sure that they go off in a safe manner and all that type of Maybe stuff. Maybe that's but. why all the design work on the t-shirts is so awful for the champions gear. It's that it, that the design hasn't hasn't moved. On since 2013 14, they go, oh, What have we got? What have we got? We've got the someone opens up like a goes, <sighs> blows <laughs> off an old hard drive which got 13 14 oh. written on it. And they plug it, Oh, well, look, the work's already done. Let's just do this. Yeah. Well, it was so bad, was it? When that came out, I thought, Come on, lad. you've had since January really in the back of your mind to work on it. Come on, you come up, that's the best you come up with. And then yeah. there's been like a there's been like a second wave of stuff coming out. You're like, Okay, that's better, but you could still be better. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, shame really. Anyway, um, not for not for independent retailers, of course. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's um, Listen, uh, yeah, guys, let's have some score predictions before we wrap up. Frankie, what do you think it's going to be? I'm going to or Liverpool. Okay, wicked, Chris. Ah, uh, it's time Liverpool scored some goals in a game of football, and I'm going three 0 Liverpool. <laughs> okay, Jay. I'm just going 3-2 because every time I've uh, decided that I'll predict a clean sheet we haven't had one so I'm going 3-2 <laughs> Absolutely sounds about right yeah I'm going to go conservative just in the hope that I'm completely wrong for once and go like a conservative 1-0 um, Bobby Firmino 91st minute <laughs> yeah. Bobby Firmino 91st minute ghost goal <laughs> yeah, no, no look, ghost goals, absolutely sad. Yeah, definitely. Or moreover, what he probably did was miss and then knock the trophy off the pedestal or something because that kind of sums up his form uh, at Anfield in the league. Also, this don't be letting Andy Robertson shoot with his right foot this week. Oh no, he can. I mean, he can head. He can head to his heart's content. Do that. He's in, right. But no wild shots with his right peg. No. Just, yeah. No, Robbo. No. No. Right. You're not that good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, brilliant, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm uh, greatly appreciated for taking the time on this Monday morning. Uh, for those of you who want more content, the podcast will be out tomorrow and we'll be doing a live fan zone show on Wednesday from 45 minutes before kickoff. So come in and tune us in for that one. Should be a very, very good laugh indeed. Other than that, have an amazing day. See you all soon. <laughs>